Hello, everyone, and welcome to the racing edition of the podcast. I'm your host, Lewis, and I'm with my co-host, Bryce. How are you, Bryce? Good, thanks, mate. Thanks, everyone, for listening and getting involved. Um, really looking forward to it. I know it's exciting time of year where things are starting to ramp up again. So, yeah, keen to get into it, mate. Very good. Um, we're just going to touch briefly on some racing news. Not a lot sort of kicking around, I don't think. Obviously, um, good horse. Looks like he's going to be retired or has been retired in the Alligator Blood. Um, obviously, multiple Group 1 winner. Uh, was second in the Caulfield Guineas. Only nabbed right on the line by Super Seth. And then, um, of course, had the trainer, trainer change to Gay and um, went on to do some uh, some really, really good things. Um you got any memories of good memories of uh, of back in the alligator, Bryce? He's as tough as he's can't, he comes in terms of horses, and when he's in front, he very rarely gets run down. I was actually at the track at uh, Doom for one day when he was the first. I didn't really know what to do, and just didn't even get near him, and wasn't sure about the future of whether he was going to keep racing or not. And then he uh, moved away from from Queensland and started hitting the big races again, and. He's been incredible for connections. He's made a stack of money and uh, always been fighting it out with his mate, Mr. Brightside. So it's it's always a good clash to watch. I'm definitely, if he's uh, fully retired, I'm, I'm going to certainly miss him. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Couldn't agree more. Likeable horse, likeable horse, the gator. Um, the people's horse. Um, and I guess the only other bit of news is sort of the good horses are starting to come back. Um, got the Group 1 CFO coming up in Melbourne next week blue diamonds just around the corner and then into the um into the into the sydney carnival are there any horses you've sort of got your eye out for um for the autumn ahead i mean imperatrice is the obvious and i'm sure a lot of people will be in the same boat probably one of the best horses i've ever ever seen and i don't even think we've seen the best of it yet it's just been super impressive so far mate and they they still dish out okay prices for it. I mean, it was it was sort of getting on on odds on even still uh, towards the end of last prep, and some of those wins were just unbelievable. I just reckon can even go to the next level this prep, and uh, going to be extremely hard to beat you know, wherever it goes. So a few good ones returning as well this weekend, which uh, we'll touch on a bit later on when we have our selections. Is is there anyone you're keen to follow going forward, mate? Oh, I guess the obvious outside of Imperatriz, as you mentioned, is um, is uh, is Storm Boy. Um, couldn't have been more impressive winning the um, winning the Magic Millions two year old for Gay. Um, looks like the real real thing to me. You often get that sort of some of those sort of Magic Millions horses, and they're sort of a little bit level below the the slip of horses. But um, it looks it looks a proper animal. Um, I think all the breeding buffs will tell you it's only going to get better at three as well. So it looks a it looks a, a really strong horse and I think it's a deserved uh, slip of favourite. So it's keen to see keen to see what it can do sort of throughout the autumn. I assume that probably has one more run and then goes into the slipper. Um, which is exciting. Um Gay's obviously obviously flying at the moment, especially with her two year olds. Um do you want to chat about Caulfield? Yeah, absolutely. So we'll we'll get stuck into some selections for the weekend. Uh, well, first off, we'll go with Caulfield, and then uh, you'll finish us off with a few more around uh, the rest of the states. So a ten race card at Caulfield, and um, I'm really keen on one in the last, but we'll get to that a bit later on. And probably expecting it to be on speed. I know it's always been ideal to sort of be near the rail uh, recently, so that's that's where things are looking. 
and we've got a few selections at Caulfield, so we'll run through them. Actually, I'll I'll, I'll just finish from the last thing, mate. Race ten, uh, just just to kick off. I'm super keen to see Jimmy Star return. Uh, it's you, you'd probably be the same boat here. It was first up had no in Australia had no right to win. It was it was a peach of a ride from Shin, and it just came from a hopeless spot, and in the end, actually won quite convincingly. And then second up, went on with things nicely. And I know uh, earlier this week, Shin, he had an interview and mentioned that he's he's super keen to ride it again. And often when jockeys come out and say say something like this midweek, that they're pretty keen on something. And the here and there will have it ready to go first up. So I'm I'm really keen on that in the last race, mate. Was was that who you were with as well? Yeah, for sure, mate. Um, I was just going to say, um, Caulfield certainly looks a bit of a favourite today. I've found quite a few shorties um, throughout the car. I don't necessarily love doing that, but at the same time, if there's one to stand, I don't mind doing that. And um, I think I've found a couple of found a couple of uh, interstate later on that are they're a bit better odds. But yeah, certainly one of them was was um, was Jimmy Starr. You pretty much covered it. Um, couldn't have been more impressive in its two Australian runs. He's, to date, um, obviously had some time off now, more time under Kieran's um, training, um, has had a jump, recent jump out, looked really good there. You're getting shin, barrier six, it's just tick, tick, tick. And, um, you know, it's probably even money at the moment or close to, but um, it looks really, really hard to beat there in that last race for sure. Yeah, I just think it's a few grades above where it is. And the placement here looks a nice launching pad that, I just genuinely reckon uh, post-race with even luck could look back and say, geez, how they even offer odds on. Well, I can see it taking on stakes races and uh, progressing through the grades. So I'm with you as well, mate. I don't dabble into things short often, but I do think even money for a horse with its ability so far just, just looks like a bit of a steal. I, I can't see it losing provided it has clean air. And I can see it going into a $1.60, $1.70 race day. Um, as long as it looks all right in the yard, which I'm sure it will. And barrier six just maps for a good run. And we all know how Blake Shin's been going recently. So that's um, that's in the last. But we'll, we'll go back to a few of these earlier races. So race number two, we've got Smoking Giant, the favourite, with Damien Lane aboard. A bit of a drift, but uh, really impressive first up win. Has to carry uh, the top weight here. Just a boom on next level of betting. and Was a good win last start. Uh, got through some gaps and beat Bubbling, who was only fair last night, I thought, uh, when odds on favourite. So interesting form line there. Crossover Kid is on the next level of betting as well and done believing as well and then goes out to double figures. Who do you like in this one, mate, over the 1,800? Yeah, mate, this is one of the one of the uh, four favourites on the card I like. Um, as you say, impressive debut winner at, on its home track at Pakenham. Um, Damien Lane obviously went out there to ride on that occasion. Um, ran good time, won by big space, uh, not much oppo here. Uh, we get D-Lane again up in trip, go forward. Three bucks or thereabouts looks a looks a pretty easy bet to me there early in the day at Caulfield. And how good's Damien Lane going? Oh, he's absolutely flying, yeah, for sure. He'd be the... Um, be the hottest rider in Victoria, if not the country. And, um, yeah, there's obviously some other ones, as you said, Shin and, and Celine Gaudry's flying as well. But, yeah, D-Lane, none hotter at the minute. Yeah, absolutely. He's he's the jockey in form. I can't remember the stat off the top of my head. I saw the other day, but it was his rides below $10 recently. And 
the percentage he was uh, striking at was unbelievable. So he's um, he's one to follow. The next race we've got as well, uh, another odds-on favourite here, Johnny Rocker. Very good first-up run. I, I was pretty keen on it first up. Had a bit of mail and was heavily backed. Second to Mornington Glory, who I know is a horse we both have time for and has uh, got a few wins for, for both of us. Miss Icelandic is on the next line of betting at $6. Was a pretty good win at Cranbourne two back, sitting off hot speed, um, really ripped home. And then last start was odds on and got the job done in what was a pretty moderate race, uh, carrying 61 kilos. So up in grade and loses a kilo. Tanto as well uh, from dead last, just rattled home and won with ease, uh, ease to the line. So Damian Lane aboard again. Um, that's up from midweeks. And then DK on the next line of betting and Daily Bugle, who's as hard as they come to catch. So who do you like here, mate? Yeah, I thought, um, I thought again, the favourite, um, Johnny Rocker. Um, yeah, ex-Queensland, they're gone in the grind this prep. Um, cracking run first up and and stuff all opposition here. Um, obviously, they went up a lot bigger early in the week, and I wish I'd have done my form earlier because no doubt I would have snuffled a bit of that. But um, yeah, sort of down just in a touch of odds on now, and I think that's still sort of a reasonable price. And if you if you're looking to bundle up or multi up a few horses this weekend, this is certainly one that you you could be looking at um, to put in there. I think it's uh, it'd be hard to beat. Just with the map. Because uh, I know it's barrier 10. It's only the 1,100. Where would you like Johnny Allen? Would you like him handlebars down straight to the front or just yeah. straight to and last? And I think we know out of the shoot at Caulfield um, that wide isn't a huge issue. Um, not necessarily handlebars down because I think you run the risk then of if something wants to kick up inside you, then you can, you can gas it early and that's probably the only way it gets beat. I'm just happy for him in, to cruise across. If he gets to outside lead or whatever, great. Um, if he has to sit outside three wide without cover, um, just balance up and go Wooshka. I think the horse is good enough. I think the or I think the, the mistake that he could make would be either handlebars down and 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 gassing it early or snagging right back and giving it too much to do if one sort of kicks away on the turn. So um yeah, just a nice, calm, balanced ride for Johnny, which is something he's good at. He's always happy to sort of sit wide if he needs to. Um, I think it'll be too good. So we got the chairman stakes, uh, which is one of the features of the day. Two really heavily in the market here. Coleman, uh, impressive debut winner and uh, looks hard to beat enough here. And these are also an interesting runner, also firm in the market and should be hard to beat. Who do you like in this one, mate? Uh, yeah, as you say, one of the um, one of the features on the card, Bryce, the chairman's, um, some of the better two-year-olds kicking off. Um, Look, I'm not. Uh, I don't have a strong opinion in this race. Um, I'd, of the of the sort of two favourites, I'd probably be leaning towards um, Moody's runner Aniza, um, quality run, uh, winner this track and distance before the break. And whilst Coleman looks to have a stack of talent and did a bit wrong on debut, just had the rail, which was a huge advantage that day. So just have to mark it down a little bit for that. But um, it's clearly a nice horse. With a bit of upside, so I wouldn't be surprised at all if it was to win. But if I was having a bet out of the two, probably be an easier. And the market looks like it's really, really honed in on those two as the uh, as the key winning chances. Did you have any any thoughts? Yeah, I probably just found them both uh, hard to split, and sort of you had to go one way or the other. Both short enough, but yeah, I think Anisa's got good upside. And 
like we spoke about earlier, backing anything Damian Lane on uh, is on at the mm. moment's a positive. So, mm. yeah, I see where you're coming from there. We'll move on to the next one, race number nine. And we've uh, we've already spoke about the last of the day with Jimmy Starr. We're both keen on. But race number nine, Midtown Boss, the favourite here, and really good first up win, uh, strong form stacking around at prior. Jungle Jim has recorded two wins in a row. Ray Minerio, three wins in a row, and then second last, starting Kin, getting hard to catch. Uh, hasn't won for quite a while. Who do you like in this one, mate? Uh, yeah, I, again, I'm with the favourite, Midtown Boss. I um, just think it's a progressive animal who was very, very impressive first up. Uh, just think it's sort of destined for better things than these, de- destined for better things than this race. Um, they certainly haven't missed it in early betting, so I'd be happy enough to probably hold off, see if we can't get 250 on the day. But, um, yeah, the only the only negative I sort of saw was the inside draw and potentially whether it faces uh, a few traffic issues. But, I mean, it's a horse of a turn of foot and Stacky's riding really, really well. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm happy to bet, but I'm happy to wait and just see what the market does. Yeah, fair enough. You're spot on about the form lines. Um, it's close fine. Who dares uh, beaten corner off and not far away from lead Joe 10. So, around the market with some really good gallopers and uh, it was, looked like a moral winning and one first up can go on with things and Mornington Glory form like horse we've already mentioned before we've both backed mate you've got a couple for us away from Victoria I do I do I thought um I thought that uh over in Adelaide race six turf decision horse I've been waiting for um come up in a sort of okay sort of race there with um some Melbourne horses across for it um but I just think this horse is flying Big run first up, really charged home at Murray Bridge, then excuses last start after it bombed the start. Like that they sort of come across to Melbourne, book D-Lane, clearly think the horse is going well. Um, it's been back to the jump outs since, or the trials. I would have thought they'd probably had to trial to get a ticket after missing the start. But, um, yeah, nice bit of work there. I don't think it has to be as far back here. It actually jumped really well first up and hadn't been – um, from the wide gate, I think it would have been a lot closer. They just sort of snicked it back from the wide gate. As I say, from the from the better gate here, um, looks some some decent decent speed in the race. You might be able to just sort of settle midfield and hopefully get last crack at them. Um, eight bucks, happy to find out. And then um, up in Sydney in the last there, um, thought uh, I thought that. Hang on, I'm just going to get the name of this horse for you. Thought, yeah, Steffi, Steffi Magnetica. Uh, it was a huge run at Flemington last night against the bias. Um, got right back and and flew home. Um, it was a really, really good run there. Um, this isn't a bad race. Um, again, the, the Black Cloud um, favourite looks a really talented horse. Um, it, it, um, it's unbeaten in two starts, ran... Won really, really well last start, I thought, when um, I didn't think it copped the best of rides. Um, it's got a stack of upside. I'd probably be looking to almost save on it and, um, yeah, and have a have a bet on Steffi Mag- Magnetica. Um, and then there was also race two in uh, at Rose Hill. You were keen on something there just to, uh, just to finish off the podcast. Yeah, yeah, as you said, that race is so hard. The Black Cloud, um, French Endeavour is one I've backed a few times. It's going to be hard to beat as well. Uh, race yep. two, 
this just depends with scratchings, mate, because we've got a capacity field at the moment. A few will need to come out, and it does have the very outside draw. But Zippo idea had no right to win last start from a hopeless spot. I know this is a few leaps in grade, but um, I do like backing Northern Stable in highways. And uh, Reese Jones has the ride. He's two out of two aboard, and its turn of foot's enormous. It'll get back. So I'm not too fussed about the wide draw, but it will need a back to follow and get out at the right time. But this is a pretty thin uh, highway. So I think if that comes into sort of barrier 13, um, barrier 12, and if it finds a back with 55 kilos, watch for a late. I think it'll run over them. Beautiful, mate. All right. Well, I think that'll uh, that'll just about do us. Um, been a little while since we've done one of these, so um, might be a bit better for the run next week. But um, hope everyone at home got something out of it. And thanks for your time, Bryce. Thanks very much for having me, mate. Appreciate it. Oh, how do I stop recording?